Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today, what we're going to be talking about is the Matador method of cycling macros, all right? Whatever the freaking heck that means. So that's what we're going to be um, discussing today, the Matador method. Maybe you've heard of it as some sort of diet, some sort of nutrition protocol, but we're going to be talking about what it is today and how it uh, may apply in your life. So make sure you tune into this episode uh, for more on that. So this this topic that we're talking about today came from a, a listener just like you. The questions that I answer come from my Instagram story on uh, Sundays. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the show that's about health, fitness, nutrition, whatever it may be, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Sorry, I just got a text there. My brothers are texting me like crazy. Um, and go on my story on Sundays and you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. So that's your green light right there on Sundays to submit as many health, fitness and nutrition questions, uh, as you would like. And then I'll take those questions and then I'll answer them here on the show in more detail. Cause as you know, uh, typing messages, typing answers on stories, things like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very general answer. Um, and it's short. So I like to give more detail, uh, give a, a more specific answer to the question so you can get more information that helps you better in your health and fitness. And that's why we do uh, this show here. So that's the deal on that. Make sure you find me on Instagram if you want to ask questions. Now, if you're someone that wants to build a faster metabolism, we have the Eat More, Get Leaner ebook for you. So in the United States, to say the least, um, we don't really have a weight loss problem. A lot of us can lose weight. We can try the next diet that just came out. Um, we can use principles that have been around forever that work, that are the basics. We can do lots of different things to lose weight. The issue is keeping the weight off. That's what we tend to struggle with. Well, when you have a faster metabolism, keeping weight off is a whole hell of a lot easier. As you know, it'd be way easier to keep body fat off if you were to able eat, eat, if you were able to, to eat a lot of food and not gain, um, body fat. Okay. So in order to build a faster metabolism, it's going to require some some strength training and some nutritional protocols. We have all of that outlined for you in detail in this Eat More, Get Leaner ebook. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can get it at PullmanFitness.com slash store. This would also be a great way to support me and what I do here on the show. Um, it would be a great way for you just to say thank you uh, and allow me to continue to do what I love doing most, which is uh, making awesome content for you guys. And then if you want more uh, detailed information on anything, you want to hear people's stories uh, with their with their their health and fitness, you want to walk alongside like-minded people, you want to learn more about what you can do to improve your health, maybe you're even interested in learning how coaching uh, with, with me might apply in your life, you can join our, our private Facebook group for free, absolutely free. If you just message me on Instagram with uh, the words, that's me, letting me know that you're someone that's interested in joining the group, I'll send you a link to that group and uh, you can join. We have tons of content in there. One of the recent talks I gave in there was about uh, cardio versus fat loss for, um, I'm sorry, cardio versus fat loss, cardio versus strength training for fat loss. Is it, should it be all cardio? Should it be all strength training? Should it be both? If so, how do you utilize each one of those tools best. And lastly, if you want more free resources on top of 
this podcast, all the stuff I just mentioned. We have some free guides available for you. That's available at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. The question today comes from Kala Runner. And the question is, your thoughts on Matador method of cycling macros? <clears throat> so I'll be 100% honest here. I saw this message, this question, and I was like, what the freaking heck is Matador method? I'm going to be honest. There are times where I get these questions and I'm like, what in the world is this person talking about? Because here's the fact of the matter. Trainers who have lots of experience, what they learn over time is that what helps most with clients isn't the next, isn't the newest study, isn't the most recent finding, isn't the most recent breakthrough with nutrition. That's not necessarily the stuff that helps us best. What helps us best as trainers is learning how to communicate the communicate the basics, um, like reducing stress, increasing water intake, increasing and improving your sleep, strength training on a regular basis, getting good nutrient intake, like the non-sexy basic stuff, the better we can learn at communicating those things and implementing those things into your life, the better results that you're going to have and the better trainers uh, we will be. So that's one of the big reasons that I don't, I don't know about a lot of this new fancy stuff until someone messages me about it and ask, but it's good. Cause then I get to learn about it too. So anyway, I'm going into this and I'll, I'll be honest. I first saw it and I was like, Oh boy, another matter, another, another, another little fancy thing. Here we go. What's this going to be? So I, uh, I went to, uh, look it up. And of course what I realized is that, Oh yeah, it's something that we have been doing literally forever that humans have been doing forever since we've been on this earth. Um, but it's just, a fancy, it's it's the same thing in a fancy package now. So let's first just talk about what Matador is. So um, basically what happens when you expose yourself to chronic dieting, when you expose yourself to your, to, when you expose your body to any sort of environment whatsoever, your body adapts that environment. So what, what happens is when people diet down chronically and they, they chronically eat less and less and less and less, what some people call this is adaptive thermogenesis. Too fancy in my opinion. Uh, what, what's happening is your body is adapting, okay? Your body is slowing down <clears throat> your resting energy expenditure, the amount of calories that you burn at rest. Um, it's slowing that down in order to adapt for the lack of food that it's getting uh, over time. So... What people are trying to figure out how to do is, okay, how do we how do we keep the body from doing that as much? Because obviously, the lower your resting metabolic rate gets, the harder it's going to be to to lose body fat. The slower your metabolism is, is the harder it's going to be to lose uh, and keep off body fat. So there was this study in 2018 that came out, and this is where this approach uh, came from. And what the term is coined as, it's an acronym, Matador, Minimizing Adaptive Thermogenesis and deactivating obesity rebound. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help but laugh. I just don't get it. I don't get why we have to do stuff like this. Anyway, so <clears throat> here's essentially how this study went down. So there was one there were two different groups. One group they had a they had a calorie restriction of I believe it was 30, 33%. That's the number that's coming off the top of my head. 33% of their resting energy expenditure. So 33% calories less. All right. So if someone has was burning like 2000 calories, that would be what? Like 1300 calories basically um, is what they would have been eating. 
so it's quite a, it's a decent amount of a decent amount of calories. And there was another group um, that had the same percentage of a deficit. So they had a 33% defi- deficit, but the only difference was they fluctuated their intake. So um, I believe I should have pulled this up. So I'm not saying I believe so much, but I think it was every two weeks uh, they were taken out of that that deficit and they were put at a what they would call a calorie equilibrium. Whether that's maintenance, we're not exactly sure. But anyway, the point is they fluctuated in and out of a deficit. And this is something that we have talked about forever. I mean, this is something that humans naturally do. I mean, if you look at hunter-gatherer times, there are times where it's a feast and there are times where it's famine. There are times where we eat a lot more, times where we eat a lot less. If we even look at a normal day, even in this controlled environment where we have food almost anywhere we want, whenever we want, there are still days unless we're actively trying to make sure every day is the exact same, if we're just eating kind of by the seat of our pants, just making a decision here and there, there are days where we eat more and there are days where we eat less. That's just how life works. And so what happened is these people that um, that ate that uh, ate in their deficit and then went out of it and then went back and then went out of it, um, they had a big, they had a much bigger weight loss. Um, so they had greater weight loss over those, over the the, the length of the, of the study. I think it was like six, 16 weeks is what's coming off the top of my head. Um, and I believe they had a 40% greater weight loss. So, I mean, that is a huge, huge difference. Usually with studies um, like similar to this one, you'll see a difference of like, oh yeah, they had a 5% difference in weight loss. Uh, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's not that big of a deal. But 40, 40 some percent is a big, big, big deal. So the basic theory that they came to from that was that the periods where they went back to their calorie maintenance allowed them to... Uh, or I should say, kept their body from adapting to that uh, that severe deficit over time, compared to the person, the, the group that just stayed in that deficit, which makes total sense. I mean, um, your body has to adapt to the environment that it's in. So if it's in this constant chronic dieting envi- dieting environment, I mean, I've seen this happen with almost every single person that comes to me for coaching. Uh, they're they're chronically dieting and they're wondering why they're not losing body fat, and it's because their metabolism sucks. You know what? Um, it's awful. And so we have to spend some time fluctuating in and out to, to restore that metabolism, maybe, you know, increase calorie intake slowly over time to bring that calorie uh, maintenance back up. Now, when I'm, when I say restore that metabolism, I'm not implying that it's broken or, or, or it's, uh, it needs to be fixed or anything like that, or it's damaged. Cause a lot of, that's a lot of vocabulary that's going around too. like, Oh, how to fix your damaged metabolism. Your metabolism isn't damaged. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to. It's adapting to the environment that you're putting it in. So it's slowing down because you're eating fewer calories chronically over time. That's what it's supposed to do. And that's not a bad thing, but in the context of long-term fat loss, that can be, um, disadvantageous. It's, 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 it's not, it's going to be a disadvantage uh, in that turn or in that, uh, what am I trying to say? In the lines of long-term fat loss, but it's good that your body is adapting. That's what it is made to do. Okay. So, um, this is something that we have been doing for a long time. This is something that I do with my clients is just cycling in and out. But the thing is, it doesn't have to be a two-week period. It doesn't have to be 33% of a deficit. The main point here is just that fluctuating in and out is going to likely lead you to greater progress than chronically doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, we see the similar concept with our training programs. If we continually phase our programs to where one phase we're focused on this and that phase brings us to the next phase, we do stuff like that where we're fluctuating in and out of intentions and phases with our programs, we see better results. Whereas 
if we just did the same exact exercises, same exact sets, same exact reps, same exact tempo, same exact rest periods, we would see some results at first, but then we would plateau for forever. Um, so it's always good that we're changing things up and the same thing applies to our nutrition. So if you're someone that's like trying to lose body fat and you're focused on eating in a calorie deficit, which is just eating fewer calories than you burn in the day, that's all good and well, but I encourage you, um, to, to cycle those somehow. So it can look one of many different ways. And like I said, I do this with my clients all the time. Um, it depends on the client and how, how much they can adhere to what I give them. I have some individuals that I work with that we, you know, we do the same intake for, like, for example, if they're trying to eat in a calorie surplus, we'll go two weeks um, at a maintenance to or four weeks at a surplus. Or we'll go, you know, if they're trying to lose body fat in a deficit, we'll go two weeks in a deficit, one week at maintenance, and we'll fluctuate in and out. Or there might be days, too, where they have high days and low days during the week. It all just depends on what works best for them and allows them to be the most consistent. So I think at the end of the day, to wrap this up, that's what's most important for you. You need to figure out what you can do to be the most consistent over time, all right? If that means you're you're having high days and low days, great. If that means you're eating the same thing every day, but it's high for two weeks and low for one week, great. Do whatever it is that you've got to do um, to do it consistently because at the end of the day, it's way better to be consistent um, than to be perfect and to be inconsistent, all right? So with that said, thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. Um, so if you if you know someone that could resonate with this, needs to hear this, you know someone that chronically diets all the time, send them send them here. Share this episode with them. Otherwise, spread the love, share this show with your friends and family. Let them know this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast.